welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin. I pray all is well with everyone and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for all of your sisters and brothers in spirit. For what though, some of y'all may ask. Well, loving one another is the number one command. To love and care for other selves is loving and caring for our own selves. Since we are all, each and every one of us, connected to the one spirit of the great I Am, the lifeline of our own mighty I Am presence. And two, loving each other raises us up, all mankind. A lack of love brings us down, all mankind. Indeed, our victory comes from loving one another, all mankind. So making love a priority in all of our hearts and in all of our minds, sharing and radiating it all around, will be the salvation of not only ourselves, but y'all, it will be the salvation of all mankind. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life, and y'all be loved. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters loved by God, that He has chosen you, because our gospel came to you not simply with words but also with power, with the Holy Spirit, and deep conviction. 1 Thessalonians 1 2-5 Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying, peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly, as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, let us not be like others, who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as the helmet. 1 Thessalonians 5 1-11 And even, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Remember, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Where there are prophecies, they will cease, where there are tongues, they will be stilled, where there is knowledge, it will pass away. 1 Corinthians 13 1-8 But for right now, let us all, trust steadily in God, hope unswervingly, love extravagantly, 
Always remembering, the best of the three is love. 1 Corinthians 13 13 MSG Isis Unveiled, Chapter 12 The gods exist, says Epicurus, but they are not what the rabble suppose them to be. And yet Epicurus, judged as usual by superficial critics, is set down and paraded as a materialist. But neither the great first cause nor its emanation, human, immortal spirit, have left themselves without a witness. Mesmerism and modern spiritualism are there to attest the great truths. For over 15 centuries, thanks to the blindly brutal persecutions of those great vandals of early Christian history, Constantine and Justinian, ancient wisdom slowly degenerated until it gradually sank into the deepest mire of monkish superstition and ignorance. The Pythagorean knowledge of things that are, the profound erudition of the Gnostics, the world and time-honored teachings of the great philosophers, all were rejected as doctrines of Antichrist and paganism, and committed to the flames. With the last seven wise men of the Orient, the remnant group of the Neoplatonists, Hermias, Persianus, Diogenes, Eulalius, Damascius, Simplicius and Isidorus, who fled from fanatical persecutions of Justinian to Persia, the reign of wisdom closed. H. P. Blavatsky The Books of Thoth, or, Hermes Trismegistus, which contain within their sacred pages the spiritual and physical history of the creation and progress of our world, were left to mold in oblivion and contempt for ages. They found no interpreters in Christian Europe, the Philolethians, or wise lovers of the truth, were no more, they were replaced by the light fleers, the tonsured and hooded monks of papal Rome, who dread truth, in whatever shape and from whatever quarter it appears, if it but clashes in the least with their dogmas. As to skeptics, this is what Professor Alexander Wilder remarks of them and their followers, in his sketches on Neoplatonism and alchemy, a century has passed since the compilers of the French Encyclopedia infused skepticism into the blood of the civilized world, and made it disreputable to believe in the actual existence of anything that cannot be tested in crucibles or demonstrated by critical reasoning. Even now, it requires candor as well as courage to venture to treat upon a subject which has been for many years discarded and contemned, because it has not been well or correctly understood. The person must be bold who accounts the hermetic philosophy to be other than a pretense of science, and so believing, demands for its enunciation of patient hearing. Yet its professors were once the princes of learned investigation, and heroes among common men. Besides, nothing is to be despised which men have reverently believed, and disdain for the earnest convictions of others is itself the token of ignorance, and of an ungenerous mind. H. P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 13 Question, can you tell us anything about the lights that were seen in the northern sky? Saint Germain, they were cosmic activities of great power. By the way, the flashes you saw tonight were powerful charges through the atmosphere. Question, were they in answer to our call? Saint Germain, yes. Tremendous really. And there will be more and more answers to the calls, I mean in the outer manifestation. Question, 
is it good to get out into a place where you can make the calls in the open? Saint Germain, it is very lovely. It gives you so much greater sense of release and expansion. It is not that you could not do the same thing anywhere, but still, the human qualification today gives you so much greater release and expansion through the call. For instance, it is just like the time you were in Muir Woods when the messengers were there. There was an enormous release that day. It is because the feeling world of each one is more relaxed, and you are really giving your whole attention to the thing in hand. You see? Question, are faith, hope, and charity coming closer into the outer? Saint Germain, yes. You see, as the cosmic light is releasing more and more of its power, it is calling forth many of these great beings who have not been brought within the Earth's atmosphere for a long, long period. It has been a long time since faith, hope, and charity were personally within the Earth's atmosphere, the same as the goddess of peace and Cyclopea and various others, Arcturus, and all those who are coming forth. It is a long time since Cyclopea came forth. He only came once in a hundred years for a long period, but now as this advances, more and more are being called forth. Right at this point, if you only realized how it, the call of life, brings those great beings forth to minister to the earth. Now, if you realize that your calls that you make are the full power of the call of life for the quality or thing that you need, don't you see how there could not be a single thing of human creation or conditions in the universe that could hold it from you? It would be impossible. You know, every one of your calls is the call of life which has the full power of life to release what you are calling for, but of course, the intellect and the feeling do not accept that in the fullness. You think you accept it in the intellect, but you are not accepting the fullness of it in the feeling that gives the instantaneous release. Beloved Saint Germain Question, Saint Germain, don't look at the watch. We don't want you to go. Saint Germain, I shall have to go presently, because we have tremendous work to do in Europe in the next 12 or 14 hours. Question, may we go with you? Saint Germain, yes, you may. When you go to sleep tonight, if you will make the call I will try to have you retain the memory of some of it, or if not, I will try to impress it on the messenger. Question, can we all go? Saint Germain, it only requires your call. Question, when we go out at night, do we earn our salt, or do you have to tie us to a post? Saint Germain, I want to say beloved ones, if you had seen the service rendered a good many times just in the past year, you would be rejoiced beyond anything you have experienced. But I say again to you beloved ones, whatever you do, don't let the human or anybody else, or yourself, suggest to you that you are not making progress. Watch out for that, good and strong. Watch it with all you have, anytime it comes up, for you are making amazing progress. Donald Ballard, will you give us a special charge of energy and a special blessing during the time we are going to be away now, and we will make an absolute unceasing call that our every activity in Los Angeles when we go back, and our entire trip east, is exactly according to the divine law in every respect. Saint Germain, I appreciate that Don, with all my heart, because the transformation is so great within you. Question, we make the call that not the slightest thing happens in our world to distort the law and ask for your protection and blessing. Saint Germain, I thank you with all my heart, and you certainly have it, and I will direct it through the messenger. Will you all stand and receive the blessing? Note, Saint Germain then gave his blessing to each one, directed through Mr. Ballard's hands, first on the forehead. Then he asked each one to reach forth their right hand, palm up, and he poured the currents again through Mr. Ballard's hands. 
He stated that he had been hoping to do that for a long time, but it could never be done before. It only goes to show what the great law may do at any time. Saint Germain then asked all to pour forth their love and blessings to Mama and those in Los Angeles who were there making transcriptions. Beloved Saint Germain, 